Hello and welcome back to the Battleborn Leafs podcast. I'm your host as always, Joshua Insamo, here to talk to you guys today about your favorite team in the National Hockey League, your Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> and tonight, your Toronto Maple Leafs host the Dallas Stars at Scotiabank Arena, which is a 7 p.m. puck drop. But before we get to today's pregame, let's go back to the Heritage Classic and kind of wrap that up because we haven't got the opportunity just yet. But I just want to say, being there in attendance was so much fun. It was a magical experience, and I can't wait for the next Leafs outdoor game because I will 100% be going because there is nothing that I've lived in terms of hockey experiences like what I did on Sunday. And with that, let's go to the game. You know, Buffalo did win 5-2, unfortunately. Uh, Andre Kasha opened the scoring in the second period. Then Peyton Krebs tied it up for Buffalo. Austin Matthews scored probably, I guess, his ugliest goal that he maybe will ever score in his career. Uh, Craig, uh, Craig Anderson just completely leaked that one. But what a shot by Austin Matthews. His 45th of the season. Uh, Vinny Hinestroza then tied it up uh, at two for the Buffalo Sabres. Then we go to the third period in a game that Morazic looked pretty solid through the first two periods, you know. The first period, shutout frame. The second period, you know, the Peyton Krebs backdoor and then the bounce off Brody skate for Hinnestrosa's goal. It's tough to blame him on those. And, uh, you know, Mrazek looked a lot more poised than the net. He looked a lot more comfortable in this crease for the most part of this. And uh, he was on pace to, you know, have a, I guess, a quality start for the first time that we haven't seen in a while uh, until the third period. And Vinny Hinnestrosa just fires one on net and it leaks right by him. Uh, flashback to the Detroit game for me when Jack Campbell gave up that week one from the left side boards. Uh, you know, that's one Mrazic's got to have, and there's no doubt about that. But then after Hinnestrosa scored, the bleeding couldn't stop there as Peyton Krebs fires one on net, and Mrazic kind of let that one cross the goal line. Unfortunately, Buffalo took a 4-2 lead with about seven minutes to go in the third, and uh, Leaf Nation at the game was not impressed. And it was another one of those games where they just didn't get that quality goaltending in the final frame to give them this win, which was something we were seeing at the start of the year with Jack Campbell in games like Tampa Bay when they hosted them at Scotiabank Arena when Campbell kept them all the way through through all three frames is one that always comes to mind because that was a game that the Leafs probably shouldn't have won and they ended up doing it. So, you know, there's games across the schedule I can go back and look in the, I guess, first two months of the season but this is another one of those examples where, you know, the rails kind of fell off here in the end. And, you know, then Tage Thompson, that's the empty netter to finish it at 5-2. But credit to Craig Anderson. You know, I've talked about him a lot on this podcast in terms of pregames. And he's had a really underrated season at his age. Uh, you know, 36 shots against, two goals against for 34 saves, a 944 save percentage. This is a guy, if the Leafs are going to target kind of that third rotation goalie, like an Anton Forsberg, for example, I'd rather them go get Craig Anderson only because I love his story. I love everything he's been through at his age, doing what he's doing this year. I know his health is probably not, you know, I guess <laughs> comforting, but, uh, you know, when he's healthy, he's 
been really good this year for Buffalo. And, you know, that situation's pretty tough, and he's made the most of it. So credit to him. I'm a big fan of Craig Anderson, always will be. Uh, Peter Morazic's numbers, 37 shots against, four goals against, 33 saves with an 8.92 save percentage. You know, it's tough. The first two frames, I'll take that any day from Peter Morazic. But the third one, it was just, oh, man, he blew up in the third. And that's something that's got to change rapidly quick. And uh, we will not be seeing that tonight. Hint, hint for what's coming into the pregame episode as the Leafs take on the Dallas Stars tonight. Uh, but, you know, credit to Peyton Krebs, man. Two goals in this one, you know, really showed up for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, you know, he's always been a sneaky top prospect uh, with the Vegas organization, then came over in the Eichel trade, you know, that big blockbuster in the early part of the year. Uh, but he looks like he's starting to find his NHL footing, and that's a great piece for the Buffalo Sabres as they move forward. Um, but with that, you know, let's just go back to the experience as we wrap up the Heritage Classic. <clears throat> it was fun. It was fun, man. Like, I haven't had that much fun in a long time, and that was probably my favorite hockey experience in maybe ever. Uh, so, you know, it's it's definitely something that will be be looking forward to again and if you guys kind of heard that we're kind of getting the audio from jesse pollock and myself arguing about austin matthews <laughs> yeah so one sec let me we're just pulling that up right now and here it is so that was just a snippet from our tiktok account on tiktok called the battleborn fan talk with two k's because uh for some reason our name was taken uh we we don't know why maybe uh some fans out there but uh yeah go check it out if you want to see uh, a visual of our experience at the heritage classic and uh there's also some other content on there that you guys should enjoy so that's battleborn fan talk with two k's go check it out uh so yeah i just wanted to play that little snippet of an audio for you guys it was so much fun but with that, let's go to the pregame as the Maple Leafs host the Dallas Stars tonight. The Dallas Stars are 32-22-3. They are fifth in the Central. And the Maple Leafs record is 37-17-5 as they are third in the Atlantic. The injuries for tonight, Miro Heiskanen is on IR with illness. Uh, Braden Holpe is out with lower body. Uh, Austin Matthews is out due to a suspension for the Leafs. And obviously, Jack Campbell's on the IR with his rib situation. So, you know, big losses to both. I'm not sure if Heiskanen is going to remain out. He could play in this one. It's only an illness. Uh, but Heiskanen is an elite defenseman in this league. And although his points haven't been up there since his draft year, the way he skates and his mobility and the way he can read the game and provide that offensive ability throughout the game is very, very exciting to watch and he's a very dangerous player so to play against him tonight the Leafs are going to need to be aware because uh you know as he gets older he's becoming more and more comfortable in this league and he's certainly going to be a force uh for the Dallas Stars in years to come I think once they get Klingberg out of Dallas then you'll start to see him take the runway of the first power play unit more often and uh, more offensive opportunities and you'll start to see his numbers implode so uh, that's definitely something to watch out for if he does play Braden Holpe uh, if he is the backup tonight, I know they did receive news that Anton Hudobin, their third goalie, is out for the season. Uh, he's been in a lot of trade talks that was announced today. So if Olpe is the backup tonight, we will not be seeing him as Jake Ottinger is confirmed to start tonight for the Dallas Stars. 
And in that for your Maple Leafs, Eric Schalgren is making his first Leafs start in the regular season. I am excited for that. Uh, that's kind of probably the biggest reason why, to be honest. I, there's a lot of other stuff that I'll mention as we break down this pregame, but uh, I'm not going to lie. That's probably my favorite reason. So with that, let's go to Jake Ottinger's numbers. In 30 games played this year, he's a 2.43 goals against average and a 9.18 save percentage with one shutout. Ja Jake Ottinger, sorry, I was going to say Jack. Jake Ottinger, you know, He's a very highly touted prospect when he's coming up through the Dallas system. Played on the World Junior Team for the USA. Uh, you know, he's a really good goalie. They just have some awesome goalie. Well, they did at the start of the year on paper have some really good goalie depth in Dallas uh, when they had Ben Bishop still and Anton Hudobin down the depth chart. And it was always like, well, when's Jake going to get his chance? And Jake at age 23 really took this opportunity and uh, ran with it and then this tandem with him and Braden Holpe have been awesome uh he's a taller goaltender I think he ranks in at 6'5 um he's very mobile and his size really gives him an advantage in front of in in terms of you know space in the cage and all that stuff so uh he's really mobile to beat him you're gonna have to get pucks in front traffic for sure um because he is a top young goaltender in this league so uh, certainly don't go into this if you're not familiar with the name thinking that this is going to be a breeze because Jake Ottinger is uh, going to be a really good goalie for a long time and doing what he's doing this season at age 23 is really really impressive and with Eric Schalgren getting his debut you know he made 11 or what was it 10 saves uh, in his relief appearance for Morazic against Arizona he looked pretty sharp there's not much numbers on him I don't think you guys want to hear a save percentage from uh, I guess a period so uh, Schalgren, he stepped up big. He came clutch in that one overtime save, but uh, unfortunately, the Leafs couldn't get the win for him. But, you know, Schalgren, I'm excited to see this. Uh, Morazic's going to be riding the bench tonight, which I guess is fair, but I still probably would have wanted to see Morazic tonight, uh, only because I guess this is a big week here in Leafs Nation, especially with the teams coming into Scotiabank Arena without Austin Matthews. So, with the trade deadline approaching, I would have rather seen. Uh, I would I would I would have rather see Morazic build off this, and you know we're going to the deadline where goaltending is a concern right now, as much as Kyle Dubas tells us otherwise. But with that, let's go to the lineup for the Dallas Stars. Jason Robertson is first line left wing with Rope hints down the middle and Joe Pavelski on the right wing. Awesome first line, holy first line. This line is so offensive, and what they can do and the speed of their play, and with Joe Pavelski's net front presence, it is such a dangerous line, so watch out for them. Believe me, Rope hints such an underrated center in this uh, hockey, in this, the NHL. On the second line, Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, and Alexander Radulov. On the third line, Michael Raffle, Radic Faska, and Denis Gurianov. And on the fourth line, Marion Studnik, Luke Glendening, and Joel Kiviranta. And on the defense, we got Ryan Suter and Johnny Hockenpah on the first pairing, Essa Lindell and John Klingberg on the second pairing, and Thomas Harley and Joe Hanley on the bottom pairing. And obviously this lineup is without Miro Heiskanen, who is dealing with an illness, but who knows if we see him draw back into the lineup. I'm sure uh, you'll probably see him slide up onto the first pairing uh, with Ryan Suter. Now, the power play unit for the Dallas Stars features Alexander Radulov, Jamie Benn, Dennis Gurionov, Ryan Suter, and Tyler Sagan. But their second unit, in my opinion, is a little bit more dangerous. 
And uh, the Dallas Stars power play percentage is ninth. Uh, it's 23.8. So, you know, just just below the Leafs, I guess, in a fair way. Uh, the Leafs are still first at 29.3. So a pretty fair drop-off, but they, they aren't that far uh, in terms of most Leafs matchup. But that second power play unit features Joe Pavelski, Rope Hintz, Jason Robertson, John Klingberg, and Essa Lindell. And, uh, you know, Jason Robertson, who's going to be playing his brother tonight, Nick Robertson, for the first time in the NHL. Uh, their parents will be in attendance. I'm happy for them. That's always a good story. Uh, the first ever Robertson battle in Scotiabank Arena. So it is going to be fun. But that second power play unit, the young guys here with Rope Hintz and Jason Robertson are so fun to watch. They are so dangerous offensively. And, uh, you know, that's certainly going to be a tough task for the Leafs to manage to keep them off the score sheet but uh let's break down the numbers a bit here in terms of goals per game the Leafs are third uh the Dallas Stars are 19th in terms of shots on goal the Dallas Stars are 17th uh the Maple Leafs are sixth power play percentage the Maple Leafs are first uh like I said the Dallas Stars are ninth shooting percentage uh the Leafs are eighth the Dallas Stars are tied for 13th this is the most interesting stat I'm going to read to you so the face-off percentage between the Dallas Stars and the Maple Leafs is just a slim margin. The Leafs are first place. The Dallas Stars are second. This is going to be very important for this game. We see both teams like to win the draws and maintain possession of the puck. And, you know, kind of like every team in the National Hockey League. But these teams are really effective with it. And whoever, I truly believe if the Leafs want to win this game tonight, they are going to have to win majority of these draws because, uh, you know, no Austin Matthews tonight, who's been really good on faceoffs this year, but uh, it's going to be a tough ass. Jason Spezza, uh, he's probably going to draw in again. So I expect him to, you know, maintain a fair share of his numbers. Uh, Tavares is going to have a very important role in this one as well, obviously without Matthew stepping up onto line one. So I think if the Leafs want to win this, it is going to be very important to look at the face-off percentages because both teams really like running their systems uh, after winning the, the puck back, I guess, and uh, holding possession and trying to find their game because we know both teams are very offensive. And uh, when you have possession of the puck, it allows you to be more creative and stuff like that. So... Both teams are going to collide in that aspect. And last time we saw teams like this, uh, it didn't turn out very high scoring. It was the Leafs and Wild. So uh, who knows? Maybe we got a defensive game here. So with that, let's go to the defensive metrics. In terms of goals allowed, the Dallas Stars are 15th. The Toronto Maple Leafs are 17th. In terms of shots on goal allowed, the Maple Leafs are 10th. The Dallas Stars are 11th. On uh, penalty kill percentage, the Dallas Stars are 19th. And the Maple Leafs are 5th. And in penalty minutes, the Maple Leafs are 4th. And the Dallas Stars are second. So that is going to be very interesting. It seems like a lot of this game is going to be won on 5v5 play. And I'm really looking forward to that because that's something we haven't really seen from this Maple Leafs team in a while. The special teams they have here in Toronto have really been vital to this season and their numbers. So, you know, the Maple Leafs are going to have to win this game 5-on-5. Five five. And uh, without Austin Matthews, it is going to pose, I guess, a greater task. But... Uh, I certainly believe in this Maple Leafs team to get the job done tonight. The home record for the Maple Leafs, they're 27-2. and two, And the away record for the Dallas Stars are 12-14-2. So obviously, this lies in the Leafs' favor. Both teams are coming off back-to-back -back losses. Uh, you know, like I said, the game will be at Scotiabank Arena. 
I will be in attendance. I'm hoping uh, the arena is loud and ready to go because it is going to be a very important game here. Like I said, just to wrap this up on the pregame of the Dallas Stars, 5v5 play is going to be important. Uh, the Maple Leafs are going to be without Austin Matthews, as I mentioned many times on this pod. Uh, so that is going to be a big ask from John Tavares, who really needs to find his game again. And he's playing with Mitch Marner and Michael Bunting tonight. You know, a lot of people are hard on Tavares. Uh, I've kind of been in the middle. I think the criticism is deserved in certain areas, but it is John Tavares. So a lot of people are saying age. I don't think that's a factor. I just think he's in a slump here. And you see the amount of pressure that's on him, the amount of pressure that's really been on him since coming to the Maple Leafs after leaving the New York Islanders in free agency. So I really think that he is going to find his game tonight because playing with those two studs, uh, you know, he's going to get the help that he probably hasn't seen in a long time uh, from the till really the start of the year. So the last segment here before I wrap up this pregame episode is about I'm I'm well the trade deadlines approaching right and all over Twitter I'm very active on there if you guys want to follow me at J and some eight so that's A N S eight L M O with a J in front. Uh, you can find me even on the Battleborn Fan Talk Twitter account just Battleborn Fan Talk on Twitter. Or you can go on the hashtag BBFT. You should find us there. But, uh, you know, so I'm scrolling Twitter and I see a lot of talk about Elliot Friedman potentially and, you know, his news on the Leafs. And he brought up the trade rumors with the Colorado Avalanche. You look at the Avs, Samuel Girard out with injury, very good defenseman, smaller build, very mobile, uh, has an offensive uh, thread in him. But then you also look Eric johnson maybe you know i know a lot of people turn their heads when they hear that because his cap hit is six mil but uh you know big tough hard minutes defenseman that the leafs you know could really use especially in a playoff run but then there's a lot of talk and friedman mentioned goaltending and then people want to talk about darcy kemper and i guess mark andre Fleury isn't on board with the leafs exactly just yet for now seems a lot of people have kind of hinted that his no trade clause that he doesn't want to lift it for the maple leafs so, you know, I think he's going to stay in Chicago, to be honest. But maybe they know something that we don't. Maybe he wants to go to Colorado. And uh, maybe Dubas knows that. And maybe that's why he's targeting Darcy Kemper, maybe. So you don't know how much, you know, to really put into these rumors. But then I also saw stuff circulating online that uh, about Nylander and how, you know, he started to fall out of favor with the Leafs management. It's hard to say if any of this is true. Um, you know, there's no real concrete fact yet. A lot of Twitter can be bunched up and, you know, fake spread and lies. Just because somebody puts Elliot Friedman in front of it doesn't mean that he actually said that. I listened to the podcast, didn't really, didn't really hear anything uh, about that in terms of Nylander's name and stuff like that. So, um, you know, a lot of people mentioned guys like Gorgiev and Kevin Lankinen. Uh, but the guy that I would... I wouldn't mind is Mackenzie Blackwood from the New Jersey Devils. Spent some time in the OHL with the Barry Colts. As we know, posted phenomenal numbers with Barry, fan favorite. And last year, he had a really good season with the Devils, despite them being, you know, a really bad team last year. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is an option that I wouldn't mind. And, uh, you know, he's had a lot of controversy this year. Hasn't had the greatest season, but, you know, he's a bigger guy, very mobile, takes up a lot of the net. And uh, when he's on his game, he's a really good goaltender and he's really tough to beat. Just lack of consistency throughout his early NHL careers. It hasn't really found him in the elite categories or upper top 
echelon area, but he's definitely a goalie that I would have my eye on because everybody talks about Marc-Andre Fleury and Semyon Varlamov, and don't get me wrong, I would love Marc-Andre Fleury. I'm probably the biggest Marc-Andre Fleury fan like you'll ever meet. Uh, if you know me personally, you know all the Marc-Andre Fleury stuff that I own, but, um, you know, I don't know if Fleury's... It's tough. It's tough. It's so tough to say. I would love Flurry, but like my heart wants Flurry, but my brain's like, do you like, is that really the best option for this Maple Leafs team? I'm not going to go any further to the, into that. But with Varlamov, you know, $5 million cap hit. Uh, he's an older goaltender. Uh, I guess a little less mobile, but still really sound in the net. Really calm presence that is vital for the playoffs. When you have a goalie that, that's calm, that's sorry, that's that calm and that poise and that can provide you that stability that you're comfortable with uh i'm sorry that like you got all you you need there and so it's tough to put exactly into what is true and what is not i just want to make this clear i would love to keep nylander on this maple leafs team so i do not want to see him in a trade but the asking price is what it is out there and it is a buyer's market if the Leafs do make a massive trade like that. I have full faith in Kyle Dubas, as you guys know. So that is it for me today. I will be back with you guys for a Dallas Stars post game. Hopefully the Leafs win tonight. No Austin Matthews. It is going to be the John Tavares game tonight. I'm calling it William Nylander. You know, we just touched on <laughs> your name, but hopefully you have a good night tonight. You've, ooh, it's tough. You've had a good season, just streaky, just streaky here and there. So I think Nylander Tavares are going to have a night tonight. And uh, Eric Schalgren, let's get the job done. Let's take these two points at home and snap the two-game losing streak. That's all for me, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, reach out to the socials. Like I said, we just launched our TikTok account. That is Battleborn Fan Talk with two Ks. Go check it out if you want to see some visuals. We'll post lots of stuff on there. Check out the Instagram to spell the exact same at Battle B R N F Talk and same for the Twitter. That is all for me, folks. Thank you for listening. Go Leafs go, and let's beat these Dallas Stars.